Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is an herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you won't need to choke down. Nursing Time Tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's root, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And I have our review of the week. Right on. And it's from Natalia Circo. And this is a, one from a little bit further back, but I found it because it kind of relates to what we're going to talk about today a little bit. Oh, cool. Um, she says that we're the best, of course, because, you know, <laughs> why would nobody say that? Because she's smart. She's a smarter girl. <laughs> informative and some humor involved as a breastfeeding mom with both children 18 months strong i can totally relate and give five stars highly recommended to give a listen slip on a bluetooth and play in your car for a new mom to an experienced mom it's for everyone and i think that my god that's like such a that was so beautifully written i know like i need to put that on something i know (laughs) flyer or something <laughs> we might Natalia we might put you on a flyer so this is great because we are going to talk about extended breastfeeding today and this mama was obviously an extended breastfeeder and still got you know information and you know whatever she wanted out of the podcast but we are gonna that's something that's not talked about too much like people talk about breastfeeding to a year and then they're like all right now it's taboo we're not talking about it anymore because it's weird so right or it's just like all now there's no more rules like oh well you're just like Right. You're just like, now it's just a free for all. Like, we don't know what go, what's going on here. <laughs> right. And it feels like that. It does feel like that, actually, when you're doing it. Uh, and this is something that really gets me fired up because if you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know that I breastfed my oldest until he was six and a half. And my youngest, who I can say, I think we can officially say is weaned um, until, you know, he was four and a half, let's say. So I've done it. I've done it a really long time. Even kids that are left to, you know, wean on their own, who are just, you know, never, you know, even, you know, any intervention by the mom, some of them won't breastfeed until six and a half. Like, you don't have to say, like, if you're sitting there going, oh, my God, that's a really long time. I don't know if I could do that. That's okay. I, I would say most kids don't go that long. Um, he is a sensitive boy. He's, you know... It was, it's, it's just like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it from early on that he would be on the, I thought that he might breastfeed longer than Exley. Oh yeah. I've had some moms based on their personalities. Yeah. 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 I had a one family. I loved this family and she had her girl first and then her boy. And she was like, we are pretty sure that my daughter is going to breastfeed longer than my son. Well, like she was just like, why? And she would even say at like the age of like three, why would anybody not do this? I don't understand. <laughs> like, so it was just a riot because yeah. she would tell me, yeah, I mean, you know, my, my daughter doesn't understand why other babies aren't breastfeeding. It's such a wonderful <laughs> thing. You know, like, it's just, it's funny. But it's, and it's so hard when you're pregnant, nobody's thinking about breastfeeding their child ex- long term. Like, nobody's really thinking no, about that. Right. Well, that's right. If you have a new, if you have a new baby right now and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I can't, you know, this episode's not for me. Like, you know, maybe you're not thinking about that right now, but you know what? Don't rule it out yet because, and don't make a decision. Don't be like, I'm not going to do it or I'm definitely going to do it. Like, just go day by day, you know, just do your thing. Try to get through the day, you know, make 
whatever situation you're in right now as happy as possible. And, you know, what happened to me is, you know, I struggled so much nursing Jack in the beginning. And, um, you know, it took a lot of intervention from, you know, lactation consultants and, you know, me trying to get him, you know, exclusively breastfed off of formula and onto just breast milk. And so then we made it. And I just felt like, I mean, I felt so, it was so empowering to be like, oh my God, I just figured all of that out. And then I thought, well, I want to really make it to a year. And then we made it to a year and we were going like, finally going so strong. I was like, wow, I can't even imagine stopping now. Why would I stop now? Mm-hmm. And, and then we just continued. And, you know, it's not like if you had asked me before I had kids, if I would breastfeed a six-year-old, I would have been like, that's gross. Like, no, I wouldn't breastfeed a six-year-old. Who does that? <laughs> So you can't, you just cannot make that decision. You know, it's not like you just have a baby and you're like, okay, I'm going to breastfeed this one until they're six and this one until they're two. Like you don't, that's not how decisions are made when you're a parent. You know, you have to be in it. You've got to be in the trenches, on the front lines of that. We're making things work for you. And nobody else, nobody around you, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's your mom or your dad or your grandma or your aunt Sally. I don't care who it is. They do not know. They do not know your situation. They do not know what you need to get through it. They do not know what's best for your kids. You're the only one who can make that decision. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'd like to also address the fact that we call it extended breastfeeding. There is really nothing extended about this. This is very normal, biologically normal, natural to breastfeed a child into toddlerhood. It's a new thing to wean them early off the breast mm-hmm. putting them on formula putting them on cow's milk doing all this is new this is not what has gone on for thousands of years with human beings human beings were breastfed until through toddlerhood i mean and you know we have these who is it detweiler De- i can't think of her first name um nancy no not everybody's a nancy <laughs> uh, the, the, the link is on our um our website. But she did a whole study on, you know, the world and what the natural age of weaning is. Oh, yeah. And yeah. left to children's own devices with no intervention from you will wean somewhere between two and seven. Yeah. There's no rule. It's not like, oh, my God, you know, they don't wean. We already did the episode on nursing strikes. They won't do this at a year. If they're if they're weaning at a year, that's not self-weaning. That's some other kind of issue. Yeah. But it's very normal, and you see it throughout history from an anthropological perspective, from a cultural perspective. You look at other um, cultures, it's very normal to breastfeed into toddlerhood. Because, you know, we have all of these things, and I'll get to the myths in in a minute, but... You know, all these things, well, it's just, you know, for the mom's benefit or, you know, that's not good for the child anymore. So these are people who have never breastfed a toddler because you can't force a toddler to nurse. It's not like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just refusing to wean them. So I'm just going to make them keep nursing. You can't make anybody (laughs) latch on to your breasts. You cannot make them. You can't make a toddler do much of anything that you don't want. Exactly. And if you're suggesting that the breastfeeding parent is doing it for their own benefit, then you, my friend, have never breastfed a toddler. Right. Because none of that is for anybody's benefit. I mean, you know, it is, you know, it's not fun. 
is what I'm saying. Right. It's not like, oh, this is, you know, I'm really getting a lot out of this. What you get out of it is twisted nipples, kicked in the face. <laughs> lost sleep time. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is what you get. And yeah. and we do it, you know, for... You know. And being judged by everybody else on the and planet. Exactly. Right. How is this for, you know, how is this benefiting me, like, in a way that I'm, you know, being selfish or whatever? Right. But you don't, you know, but... But in our culture, because you don't see it so much. No, first of all, you don't see breastfeeding very much at all, any age, you know, but but somehow people can kind of when they do see it, they can maybe not always stomach like a three month old baby or a six month old baby breastfeeding. Like, oh, OK, well, you shouldn't you put a cover on? I mean, oh, my God, I know. But then if you see somebody in public breastfeeding a toddler, it's like, oh, my God, that is so inappropriate. Oh, that child is just going to be so harmed. And that's abuse. And that's gross. And, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, it, we you, you see it so rarely that people are just totally freaked out when they see it. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, this is, can, you know, we can go on and on about the breast, how we see breasts in our culture and. You know, we've gotten to a point where you see someone's breast, and the first thing you think of is sex. And if it's you, become so sexualized, you can go back to our episode labeled "boobs," right, to get more information <laughs> on this because right. we did go off on this a couple weeks ago. We did. We went off on this tangent, yeah, and not tangent. Topic. But it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, it's nobody insane. else's business. No, it's not. And and you see, and this toddler, and the older the child gets, the more sexualized people th- people think of this of this act. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh God, well I can see on a baby, I can stand, but a toddler, oh no, I just can't deal with that. When it's not any less natural, right? It's totally perfectly natural. And I don't know how. You know, breastfeeding a toddler, breastfeeding a child of any age. You are responding to their needs. You have a relationship with that child. You have a bond with that child. How is that harming them in a negative way? You know, like that's you are being a nurturing, loving, responding parent, mother to this baby. How is it that that is wrong? Since when did that become the wrong thing to do? Right. And no, I think if anybody sees somebody nursing a toddler in public and they think, oh, my God, there's something wrong with that. They need to seek help. Yeah, I agree with that. That's all you're seeing is a mother nurturing a child. And like you might have to I know I know that seeing these things are going to bump up against some of your preconceived notions about women and boobs and stuff like this. But. Dude. Doesn't anybody realize that that's your problem, not ours? That's a different set of problems. Like if somebody is looking at at that and saying, okay, this is a sexual problem or this is sickening and and the child's going to have sexual issues, like that's a different problem that that person has. Yeah, yeah. They are very sick. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I did see something recently too, and I thought that was a great – it's a great statement to say, like, it's not extended breastfeeding. It's the biological norm. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, the average age of weaning around the world is like five. The age of five is like the average age to wean your child around the world. Some go less, some go more, but average is like around five. Kathy. Kathy Detweiler. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I know that was bugging you, huh? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's I, – I remember um, – a woman that 
was one of my mentors with lactation and she was saying her husband was from South Africa. And I remember her telling me that he would go off to school when he was five or six and come home from school and argue with his sibling over who was going to get to nurse first. Oh, you know, and it's like, that is such a cool memory to have. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing people say is like, oh, they're old enough to remember. They should, if they're old enough to remember, they shouldn't be doing it. And if you heard our last week's episode where I was talking to my husband, where he, his father remembers breastfeeding. He's not traumatized by it. He loves it. That's his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. And I've met a lot of, I'm, through the internet, the wonderful internet that we also hate. Um, is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that remember breastfeeding and not a single one of them has ever been like, oh, that's gross. I wish I didn't remember that. I know. Come I, on. I wish I didn't remember being nurtured by my mom. Ah, right. Nobody says that. Nobody's. No, no. But I don't. And like you said, like people who are breastfeeding toddlers they are not like forcing their child to do this. They are not doing it for them. But I don't ever want a mom to feel like they can't talk about it because they feel like they're going to be shamed and judged. And there's people that will like hide it. You know, they will well, legit hide it because they don't want family members to know. And we get these emails all the time. My family, you know, my extended family is really giving me a hard time, but I'm not ready to wean yet. And I don't know what to do. And what do I say? And I need some reasons why it's okay to still keep breastfeeding. You shouldn't have to. We'll give you all the reasons in the world, but you shouldn't have to give anybody reasons to continue your breastfeeding relationship. You don't have to give, you don't owe anybody an explanation for what you're doing. But it's so true. People are hiding. Mm. People are hiding in their houses. People are saying no to their kids in public. No, honey, just wait till we get to the car. Please just wait till we get home. You know, because people are afraid of being harassed for nurturing their child. People are afraid. Like, can we let that sink in for a second? Like, feel how you want to feel about breastfeeding beyond infancy, which is what I like to call it. But to actually fear, I mean, you know, we also don't have to get into the whole thing about how much women fear being, you know, in public and stuff, I know. just in general. But, you know, to be, for, for, for fearing, for specifically in this situation, for feeding your child, for nurturing your child, for calming your child, for whatever it is, you have to be scared. That's crazy and it's nonsense. It makes me sad. It really. does. It really does. Yeah. And I'm, so so here you are. So, you know, but the thing is, like, I mean, maybe maybe you're just like you get to a certain point and you're like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to breastfeed that long. And that's fine. You know, it's not for everybody. You got to do what you got to do. You know, if you're not sure you want to continue, I always go back to our boundaries episodes, try to set some boundaries and see if you can regain some of your sanity. You know, then that's what helped me continue is, you know, I was pregnant with I got pregnant with I was breastfeeding Jack on demand. He was like you know, two when I got pregnant. And by the time I was just like, oh, you know, yeah, we're just going to just do this. It'll be a big party. <laughs> party, at, party at my boobs. <laughs> and, you know, I, when I had Exley, I was like, oh, my God. Wow, this is a lot. Like, I can't just breastfeed on demand. This really highly sensitive three-year-old who wanted who nursed just as much as a newborn. Mm-hmm. And, and this newborn, and I was going crazy. And I do regret not implementing um, boundaries for Jack sooner than that. Um, just for 
you know, so that he didn't have to deal with that and a new brother at the same time. So, I mean, boundaries can help, you know, you move forward with, you know, feeling like you have some sort of control um, with an older child. Right. But I remember you even saying once, and I thought this was so great, (laughs) that I think you said it was your sister and Jack was about two and your sister Mm -hmm. was like, but look at him. He's still a baby. Yeah. And I mean... Really, like, why are we rushing these these babies to grow up? Why are right. they still need a lot of attention and affection and closeness and nurturing when they're two? When yeah, they're when one, when this... they're one and a half, they still need that. Just because they you... turn one doesn't mean go up, oh, cut them off of everything that's nurturing and send them on their own to fend for themselves. It's not fair. <laughs> send them to mean... college, give them a checkbook, <laughs> and get them a dorm room, and they're on their own. Grocery yeah, store, I mean, they're there. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you know, I think when you when you think of when you're thinking about other kids, you know, you're like, oh, want you use these numbers to kind of gauge maybe where somebody is developmentally. But when you have a child in front of you, you you realize how little and how helpless and how dependent they are mm-hmm. for a really long time, not just as a newborn. They get sturdier, they get to walk, they get to move around, they get to talk, they can express themselves more, but they don't become less dependent on you. No. Doesn't mean they're, they're still... emotionally stable because they learn right. to walk. Right, right, exactly. That changes nothing. I mean, their body is growing. That's all that's showing. You know, it's just, but there's still all of these, the emotional part is, I, I mean, I think that that is equal to the... um physical part the Mm -hmm. breast milk part of it is the emotional part of breastfeeding oh yeah i think it's equal yeah oh i totally agree and i tell people that all the time like it's breastfeeding is really so little about having something to eat you know everybody's thinking it's a way to feed your child and it's like no that's not it we know that breast milk is the ideal and the superior food for your baby, but mm-hmm. they're not just getting food when they breastfeed. That is a small part of what's really going on. And that's why when moms like go back to work or, you know, whatever, or like if they're, if it's between like setting boundaries, do I wean, do I not wean? Let's set boundaries and see where we are because your baby is still getting so much that has nothing to do with feeding with actual food, calories, nutrition from the breastfeeding. Right. And it's breastfeeding is so much more than food. Mm hmm. It really is. That's what we say. It really is. And then if we think about their brains, I mean, this was like mind blowing to me when I was first kind of starting out on this journey of of learning more about, you know, babies and birthing and and breastfeeding, that their baby's brains are only like 25% developed when they're born. Mm -hmm. Because if we like, we would have to keep them in like elephants, what, like a year or something they just ate? Two years elephants just ate or something like that? Yeah. We wouldn't be able to pass that baby. Right. You know, that's what happened. You know, the the um, like we started carrying babies for shorter times as we came more upright. Mm hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then we couldn't pass them. We couldn't birth them as easily pass them. It's not poop, <laughs> but we couldn't birth them as easily. So the gestation period became shorter. Mm-hmm. And so now you really have I mean, this baby is there takes a long time <laughs> for them to get to like. Right. You are nurturing their brain because their brain is not developed yet. It is not developed yet. Like not even close. So this is what one of the things when we say, oh, yeah, breastfeeding is, you know, really good for brain development. 
this is one of the reasons why. The nurturing, the emotional, the connection, the connectedness, uh, you know, all of that stuff, the psyche, all of it has to do with the breastfeeding piece of it, making them stronger. And that doesn't just stop at, you know, a certain age. Not at all. And more on that after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Milky's Milk Saver on the go is a mini version of the original Milk Saver loved by so many. This is a discreet breast milk collection system that can be tucked right into your shirt to collect milk that leaks throughout the day. It also protects sore nipples while they heal. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. So if we haven't convinced you yet, and it's okay, I'm not trying to convince you to breastfeed a toddler because really it's up to you. Seriously, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. And I don't like... I breastfed a six and a half year old. Like if somebody says to me, like, I just don't know if I could do that. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if you could. (laughs) Well, you not that I'm superwoman, but I know I did. There were I mean, there was parts of it that I didn't like and I didn't like it. I didn't like it at the end. And I would tell I told Jack um, because towards the end, you know, he was he was nursing to sleep. And so this is I want to talk a little bit about the logistics Mm -hmm. of um, this, because some people say like, you know, hey, it's great to uh, to advocate for this. But like. How do you do it? Like, how do you get through the day? How are you getting through the night? Like, what is it supposed to look like? What am I supposed to do? And the cool thing about it is that you're not really, you know, they're, again, we're talking about how needy they are, but they're not as needy as they were when they were newborns. So you can kind of just let them do. You don't have to worry about whether they're nursing long enough. Like, just let them go. When they're, you know, when they're nursing, they're cool when they're nursing. When they want to stop, let them stop. No big deal. Your milk supply will totally adjust. It's not going to just disappear because your baby like forgot, you know, they were playing with their friends and they forgot. You, 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 they're, 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 they're more mobile. So they're going to be twisting and they're going to be twisting and turning. Do you know, you see these great pictures, gymnastics pictures (laughs) online of like kids like kicking and being upside down. And both of my kids were like that. And, you know, they're going to be going like, like I said, if you want to implement um, boundaries, then do you do that. It's go back to the episode because we don't get into it here, but go back to the episode. And, you know, this is how I got to a point with Jack where he was just breastfeeding to sleep at night and he would lay down and I would say, um, okay, you know, just one minute and then we're going to stop. It's uncomfortable. You know, I, you know, your mouth is really big now and it's kind of uncomfortable for me. So just one minute and then I'll put my arm around you and then we can fall asleep together. Mm-hmm. And he he's six. He's like, OK, cool. All right. Thanks. You know, <laughs> like he's not you know, he's not it's not a two year old. They have more trouble understanding. But he was like, OK. And then he would do that. And then we moved on. And at one point he kind of stopped asking, you know, a week went by. Well, I couldn't believe it. I've been breastfeeding for him almost seven years. And I just, it was like, became my whole identity, literally (laughs) became the badass breastfeeder because of him. And, you know, a week went by when he hadn't breastfed. And I just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that we're here. And I said, do you know that you haven't had booby in a while? And he's like, yeah, I know. I started to notice that you didn't, you know, it was kind of, you didn't like it so much. Which made me feel super guilty, Mm. but also kind of proud of him that he'd gotten to a place where he was like, I don't really need it anymore. 
my mommy tells me my mouth is big. It's kind of uncomfortable. So I'm just going to move on. You know, and then we were ready. Yeah. He was ready to be like, I don't need it anymore. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and, and nextly, I don't know what his thing was, but, um, he, you know, and at night, a lot of people want to know, like, what's going on at night. And I always breastfed on demand at night, mm-hmm. too. But, uh, you know, it gets really exhausting when they're that old. So I would say the same thing. It, Exley was a big nurser at night. And so I'm sure Jack was too, but that was like a kid ago. I don't remember. <laughs> Exley would be like waking up multiple times a night and wanting to nurse. And I would say, okay, one minute and then I'm going to put my arm around you. That was a big thing for in this house. One minute and I'm going to put my arm around you. And he would say, okay. And then I'd say, you know, he would nurse and nurse. And at one point I would say, okay, I'm going to put my arm around you now. And then he would let go. Sometimes he complained. And we did it enough where it became routine. Mm-hmm. And so you can do this. These are the things that you can do at night. And they're big. They're super big. Like if you're sitting up, they can just sit right on your lap. They fit right there. You can lean back if they're really big. I know some people, like shorter shorter moms who have like really big kids, they're lay down. Oh, yeah. Like the only way they can really do it is to lay down. And their kids are like feet are going down like below their feet because they're so big. Yeah. It's not gross. It's cute. You don't have to be like, oh, my God, he's so big. He's like almost as tall as me and he's still nursing. Like, it doesn't matter. Whenever, if it involves breastfeeding, it's, it's okay. You're not spoiling them. You're not manipulating them. You're not damaging them. And there are so many myths that go around about this. And I can, I have a list in my hand right now, a short list. <laughs> it's kind of long, but it's short because there's so many myths that go around about this. Mm-hmm. And some of these things we have whole episodes on. And some of them are just so stupid. I don't, would never do an episode on it. Give us some. Let's Should I just run? I'm just going to run through them. Okay. Okay. They need, they're, they need real food now. They shouldn't be doing that. They need real food. That's my favorite because I'm like, yeah, he just had a burger. Right. I was just now about he's to nursing. say. Like, like, why is this like so black and white? People don't understand. Like, he's nursing, therefore he doesn't eat food. Right. Or like, my kid plays video games, so therefore he doesn't go outside. What? <laughs> That's what people always say. Oh, no, I don't let my kid play video games. He goes outside. Really? My kid does both. Right. Why does Gabby want to Because the there's 24 hours in a day. What are you talking about? Like, he only does one thing. He... He eats food. They eat food and they breastfeed. God, it's not that hard. It's not. No. Okay. The other one is that it's going to cause long-term psychological harm. Okay. Here's what I have to say about that. As we talked about, I'm a social worker, a mental health professional. I worked with teenagers, abused and neglected teenagers that had a lot of problems. None of their problems came from breastfeeding too long. Probably more likely their problems came from not breastfeeding at all. Exactly. And not having the nurturing and exactly. the connection and the bond that they needed to have a a wholesome upbringing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You are doing nothing but good when you are meeting the emotional needs of your child. Right. Um, your breast milk doesn't have any value any, anymore. It doesn't have any nutrients anymore <laughs> at their age. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, you know, science says otherwise. Yeah, science. That's um, that's the key word there. Um, so that that's sexual abuse. We already talked about this. You need to see a counselor if that's what you um, think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they need to be learning other ways to self soothe at this point. 
Okay. Don't get me started on self-soothing. I don't even really do that. No, I know. I was just about to say that too. I don't even know how to self-soothe. I mean, no. Because we don't. We're human beings. We're social creatures. We're dependent on each other. Right. It's normal. Right. And they learned. By the way, my six, my, the one I breastfed, Jack, six and a half years, six and a half years old, six and a half years I breastfed him. Oh, God, I can't talk. I'm too excited. See, this is what this topic does to me. He's going to be eight in July. He still struggles to self-tooth. It's not because of breastfeeding. It's because life is hard, man. Yeah. Life is hard and he's learning and I'm there for him and his dad is there for him and we help him through things just like we all help each other through things. We're pack animals. Ugh. Right. I don't know why we are met, why anybody ever thought we were meant to just do everything on our own. We're not. No. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. It's like. It's just this weird, like, creating distance from everybody. And it is harmful. That is what is harmful. Mm-hmm. That is what is causing psychological harm in people, is all of this distance, all of this neglect. Yes. Emotional neglect and emotional distance. That's, it's, it's harmful. If your child is old and they're still dependent on breastfeeding, it is okay. Because the other myth is that they will never wean. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> nobody at 30 has ever been still breastfeeding. No. Like, that's just, give me a break. Um, and they're too old to breastfeed. Okay, that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as too old to breastfeed. Doesn't exist, period. Uh, you need to stop to get pregnant? No. Yeah, well, tell case. Exley that. Yeah, and half my friends who uh, had kids while they were breastfeeding. Right, everybody. Ask all the people who are tandem nursing. Yeah. Uh, you they they're they're uh, they need to be on cow's milk at their age. No, the don't. baby cow needs to be on cow's milk. Yeah, that's what needs to be on it. No, uh, let's see what else. Oh, you need to you should be putting in a cup now. Why? Why should I go through the trouble <laughs> of pumping milk to give my? But when it comes right out of my boob, like that's stupid. Right, that's so stupid. The other one that you hear actually quite a bit is that they'll be gay. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Yes. I mean, I'm not even going to give that any more airplay except for that to say right there that it exists. Yeah. Give me a freaking break. Tooth decay. You'll rot their teeth out. Lies. Lies, lies. That is a, the lie detector says that is a lie. Lies. They'll Again. never sleep through the night. Probably Jack not. sleep. <laughs> and it has nothing no, to do with Jack sleep through the night. Jack totally sleeps through the night. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sometimes he wakes up, looks around. Yeah. Goes back to sleep. So do we. Doesn't even talk to me. He's just like, okay, oh, we're still together. All right. Yeah. They'll be needy. Listen, your child's going to be needy. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do about that. And why is it a bad thing to have a child need you? You're their mother. I know. What does that, what does that mean? They need you? So they're needy? This is your child. If you think your child is needy, I mean, that's, well, nobody thinks their child is needy, really. It's other people that are saying this. You know, your child's going to be needy. Well, your child isn't. Right. How is your child not needy? And you know what? That's probably the first person that's going to cry when their kid moves out because their child doesn't need them anymore. Right. You know, but that's not an issue. I mean, come on. We all want our child to need us. That's why we became mothers. Yes, exactly. I have this quote on my board right now. We have a quote board and my husband and I alternate like quotes for the week. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday we change it. And mine this week is, I want my kids to mess up and think 
I better call my mom. Yeah. I don't want my kids to be like, oh, man, I better not call my mom. Oh, I screwed up. I don't want to tell my mom. I don't want to be mad. I don't want to think I need something. I don't want that. No. I want them to be like, oh, crap, I'm in trouble. I better call my mom. I mean, come on. You cannot expect or want. I don't know who in their right mind wants their toddler to make decisions on their own. Because you know what will happen? <laughs> no. They will run around the house with a belt and socks on, and then they will be eating puffs for the rest of their lives and pooping in the Is it bad plants. to run around with a belt and socks on? Probably not. But maybe not in public. <laughs> you know, maybe you shouldn't do that in public. Yeah. And they're going to ho- pee and ho- poop in all the plants. Like, come on. If that's what you want, your t- if you want your toddler to make all their own decisions and not need you for anything anymore, then that's what you're looking at. It's a ridiculous Ugh. argument. I don't even know why people can say anything like that. Like, oh, well, they're going right. to be too needy. Oh, yeah, because my kid's not already needy. Yes. Give me a Your break. child needs you. Your child wants to breastfeed every second of the day for a million different reasons, and that is okay. You and your child are so healthy. Mm-hmm. It is really – that is a sign of a very healthy child and a very healthy parent. Yes, it is. It really – it is. <sighs> Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to me rant. <laughs> it's like we could go on for sure. I know we really could. Yeah. But tell us your stories. Like you can definitely tell oh. us your stories about. Oh, yes. You yeah. know why you love breastfeeding your toddler or why you have yes. problems with it. If people give you a hard time, like we would love to hear about it. And send me your pics. People always send me pics on Instagram. You can just message me your pics on Instagram, and I'll, I share as many as I can. I know I w- wish I could share them all. That would be like 50 photos a day. Yeah. But you can I share sh- as many as I can, and I would love to share um, bigger kids breastfeeding because, you know, we need to see it. Yeah. Um, and you can always send your photos to me as well, Diane Cassidy Consulting yes. on Instagram, and I would love to share them. I would love to. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And please share your experience on the review section on iTunes, and maybe you'll be our review of the week. And head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, promo codes, resources, all of our other episodes, as well as information on how you can schedule your online consultation with Diane. Bye. Bye. Bye.